Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. I'm Ian. And I'm Jason. Uh, welcome to the Microbrew Review. Uh, today we have a very special event we want to talk to you about, or really we want to sort of talk to ourselves about, I think, because we haven't had a chance to connect since it's happened. But yesterday we had ourselves a right proper beer pairing barbecue. It's great. Six courses, uh, all different, with six different beers and almost 30 guests. It was pretty great. It was. We, we eked out the little bit of good weather we could have before uh, fall is upon us completely. And the beers we're having today are leftovers from the party, uh, but also were paired throughout the evening. Mm -hmm. So we can talk a little bit about what we offered up as well as uh, what we're drinking now. And Ian and I are drinking some different things. So I am enjoying an Adrian Brower Dark Golden Ale, which... One of my new favorites, maybe. I really like it. And we served that yesterday with the very famous bacon cheeseburger sliders, which we went through, oh my gosh, 60-some sliders, I think? Yeah, at least. Wow, really? Yeah, it was crazy. People were taking as many as they could get their hands on. Yeah, as fast as we could make them, put them out, and get them plated, and they were, you know, we'd walk around and people would grab two, three, and, you know, by the time you came back, they would be done. And then the other tables were angry because yeah. yeah. they were <laughs> left over. I have to admit, I, when we set it up and we had the buffet, that was, you know, it's a barbecue. That's what I'm thinking. We finish each course, we put it out, people enjoy. Sure. Um, but I loved serving each course. Yeah, it kind of made more sense once we, uh, once we actually got into it, uh, especially because everyone was sitting down, they were comfortable, they were outside. So why make them get up every... 20 minutes or whatever it was that we were putting the courses out to come get the new one. And I think it also gave us a chance to interact with the guests a little more mm -hmm. than if we were hanging out in the kitchen the whole time. And it made me feel so valued because they always would cheer because I'd show up with a tray of beer or food and that's exactly what they needed right then. So that, that was pretty awesome. But Ian and I have this theory uh, when we're putting together a menu and we highly recommend any of you out there who want to try entertaining. But nowadays especially, you put the start time of an event you know, on an invitation or on Facebook or whatever, and no one actually shows up then. Well, especially something like a barbecue. It's very casual. It's not a black tie dinner. You know, it's not right. a reservation at a restaurant. Um, and even those, you know, even if you have a reservation for a large group, there's always that that couple that shows up like 25 minutes late, and you're like, mm, "Is the guy who's late for sat. everything?" Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm never late for important stuff. So what we do when we're building the menu is we actually plan on the first course being a little more casual. Yeah, um, we take about a half hour to 45 minutes. Uh, so we like to open with either like a cheese course or something real simple. This time we did uh, a grilled corn guacamole, which again, because we were outside in the barbecue, the grilled corn sort of makes it a little more earthy and fun. Uh, a black bean and tri-pepper salsa that has been in my repertoire for a while now. It, it takes forever to make. Um, Ian was chopping for like three days, but it makes seven gallons of salsa. It and was a lot, and it yeah. pretty much all went. Too, yeah, when so. you're having that many friends over, there's it's way better than buying jars of Tostinos and trying to, and then deviled eggs. And uh, the guacamole, might I say, I heard somebody call it like crack guacamole. Uh, that went very, Qu very guacamole. good. Quacamole. Qua <laughs> nice. Uh, just because it was so good. I actually didn't even get to try any of it because it went so fast. So well done there. Thank you. I, you guys were giving me a hard time about it uh, because I was making the guacamole while you were deveining the shrimp. 
Yeah. yeah. And as the guests would come. If anyone has the option, don't ever de-vein shrimp yourself. Make someone do it for you. It's awful. It and took probably what forty-five minutes to do. Yeah, it's all just a long. And there were two of us doing it, and it was just—it just took yeah. forever. It's just such a task to peel the shrimp and then devein them because they have the double veins, and you have to like cut into them, and it's you know slippery, and it's just. But we did it. We you sure did. Guys we did so good. We're rock stars. So good. Jason totally saved me. I was there laboring away, and he just kind of sidled up next to me, and he's like, "What are we doing?" It's <laughs> it's like, like, hey, nothing sailor, fun. Do you want some help? <laughs> Which is a big deal, because Jason doesn't usually want to be in the kitchen. No. More and of our technical aspect, a little more behind the scenes. Right, but, but yes. to take on that project is the I thing know, you're going to the do. the worst one. Yeah, like everything we did, you know, prepping for two and a half days, you, you picked the worst job you could possibly have done. And I do appreciate it. You, you've earned your stripes yesterday. I would say. also like to uh, put out a, a special thank you to uh, my folks, whose mm. place we used to host it, and they were also a huge help oh my gosh. Uh, as far as helping us set up, and my dad was on the grill for a long time, so... He was, one, he was making the sliders most well, of the Well, right? it's his slider recipe, uh, which is kind of famous now. Uh, my sister's a caterer and she uses that recipe for a lot of her sliders. And as we saw yesterday, they went super quick mm -hmm. and they were just so juicy and wonderful. And, you know, nobody put any condiments on their burgers. Everyone just, we had cheese and bacon and burger on little uh, brioche slider rolls and they went. That was the biggest compliment for me. Uh, Jason loves ketchup there, I said it. Do you need to say it too? Is it a cleansing thing if you say that out loud? Ketchup is delicious. I, I don't feel like I have like an AA type meeting for ketchup. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hi, okay. my name is Jason. I love ketchup. Hi, Jason. Hi, Jason. <laughs> um, we had a big, beautiful, brand new bottle of ketchup on the buffet that nobody opened. It definitely still had the seal at the end of the night. And, and again, part of that might have to be because we were passing them around and they might not have known it was in there. But also, I think that they were so good that nobody was looking for it. Well, and I know that there's a lot of people who think a good burger, you know, 80-20 ground beef, don't do anything to it. Just make it into patties and throw it on the grill. And when you told me your dad's got this recipe and we were taking over all of these different, you know, herbs and stuff, I was a little nervous, but I'm, I'm open-minded, you know? It's food. It's going to be delicious because I know what's in it. What have I steered you wrong before? Um... And I took one bite, and that was the first thing I think I ate. That was, the, what, the third course? And I still think that was the first thing I ate because it just didn't have... Yep, there was no time before that. There was that. no time. And I, I was sort of like, no, I'm sitting down and enjoying this burger now because it was delicious. So That was the cool thing, too, is that they were so small. Uh, usually when you get sliders from a restaurant or something like that, they're, what, maybe a quarter, half the size of a regular burger or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not like quite micro. like a slider. These are, I think these are like a true slider more than... Right. The ones you get in a restaurant where they're kind of like quarter burgers or right. whatever. and It was what, two to three bites? Yeah. Depending on if it was a guy or a girl. <laughs> How hungry you were? Yeah. <laughs> One bite maybe? <laughs> yeah. They, when I saw those brioche rolls, I thought they were the size of a quarter, mm -hmm. basically. I thought, oh my gosh, how are we going to take all they're of this? They're a little bigger. They're like a silver dollar or something like that. Either way, I guess I was looking at the, at the mass of ground beef that I had and wondered how many little portions you were going to do, but oh, delicious. Okay, so we had the Adrian Brower with that, and this is a dark golden ale, which I was I was thrilled because Verlin, you know, our brewing friend, tried it out, and his, his eyes lit up. He just said, oh, you nailed that. Um, so I was excited that he liked our pairing that thoroughly. 
Um, well, he also really enjoyed the uh, Farmhouse Hatter. Yes, a Belgian a IPA. Belgian IPA. By New Holland. Saison, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did with basically almost the main course, I guess, if you look at how things were built. We did a Mediterranean chicken with a artichoke roasted vegetable pasta salad. That was the fifth course, so by then, you know, people had, had been munching for hours. They were, they were filling up, I think. Yeah. Uh, but that, was, that went so well, and I, I truly was just... If you go to the liquor store and look at the New Holland section, they have, like, this hatter. I don't know if it's a character for them or just a theme that runs through a lot of their beers, but sort of like one of their staples, and then they do different things to it. I think it's it. kind of like uh, La Chouf, actually, yeah. where they've got that gnome, and there is, they have... Uh, all the different styles, but they all have the shoof in it. They have the, the gnome. Right. You know, they've got the Scottish style on and whatever. So I think it's probably something similar to that, where it's just their, their mascot in a sense. I just figured if we're, we're celebrating the last of the good weather, then to me, farmhouse is the way to go. So when I read it, I said, yeah, I think, I think that's what we're going to have Belgian to do. Belgian IPA, I mean, I love that. Right. Which, um, we also had another IPA with a double IPA. The Dominion Double D Double IPA. Which we did with the skewers, the habanero grilled shrimp and pineapple skewers. I, Which also went over very well. Even though some people... after all that hard work. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So there was, there was a little bit of a hiccup with that one in that y'all put habanero peppers on the top to inform people that it was going to be spicy. Right. Uh, a lot of people don't know what a habanero pepper looks like compared to a jalapeno pepper. Everybody knows jalapenos. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people were eating their peppers. I, yeah. And then looked like they wanted to kill us, and I thought, yeah. why? It's their bad decision. Well, to be I, fair, we did put it on the skewer. Yeah. So I tried it, because it was on there, and I saw a couple other people had eaten it, you know. So I was like, oh, about 20 minutes later, I was still regretting that decision and sweating <laughs> so much. His lips were red for like yeah. an inch outside of his lips. Yeah, I knew by looking at him that The habanero is not a gentle spice. No. And probably not one to be consumed. Uh, it was really good with the glaze, awesome. though. I mean, if you do, because I ate all the stuff other than the habanero first, and that was good. And then the glaze was just yeah, just the, that the right glaze, amount of sweet uh, and spicy. Got some nice. I'm just excited nice because review. we invented it. Yeah. That like was fun. I don't want to sound conceited or anything, <laughs> but I put this on the menu, picturing what I wanted. But we looked online and could not find a recipe that sort of met the needs of of what I hoped. The this would taste like yeah so the night before we're just sort of looking through the cabinet trying to figure out what flavors would go well together and um ian and i along with cousin max cousin max um and his lovely lady alex just started it tasting and changing and boiling down and it, it came down to agave as the basis and there's tequila. right we wanted something kind of uh sticky as the the glaze part of it. So we it didn't want to marinate to the, it because right. shrimp is tough. You don't want to accidentally cook the shrimp in whatever it is that you're making. So you want to be able to paint something on and not have it just drip right off into the grill. So we thought, you know, a, a molasses base or a honey or something. And then we had this bottle of agave sitting there. We said, oh, right, let's try that. Yeah, because so. all people have a bottle of agave in their pantry. Well, I like to drink, so yeah, I do. <laughs> so we took the agave, tequila, a little lime, mint, Lime zest, pineapple to tie together with what was going on the skewer. And habanero. And habanero. And just cooked it down a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, oh my gosh, it looked beautiful too. I loved yeah, that. Yeah, really colorful, pretty looking glaze. And 
And it, like Jason said, it went over very well. I think a lot of people really enjoyed it and really brought that together because, you know, shrimp on a skewer with some pineapple is all well and good, but a little boring, so. We don't believe in boring. Mm -mm. I think I'd like a little more glaze for the future ones. If I, think, I think that would have gone over well. I'd like to do a little bit more of that punch to I it. I think it's because the grill Less was so hot. hot. The grill was really hot when we first got started, so everything yeah. was cooking so fast, and it would have been nice to have it linger a little bit longer and actually be able to... I would do a hundred coating of it on there. hundred percent less habanero on the skewer. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Maybe we'll just get like the skewer with a little chili pepper at the top or there something that says "Hello world, this is going to be spicy." But another course that was a little unconventional but ended up working out really well was the strawberry soup, mm -hmm. the chilled strawberry soup, and then we kind of we're gonna call this maybe an uninspired pairing, but people really enjoyed it was uh, the Lancaster Strawberry Wheat Beer. And this was kind of our first, well, it's kind of a the second half of the first course. Because again, we were planning on, you know, people getting there a little, a little later, coming in, you know. Uh, and this was a small course. It was basically a shooter of, uh, of soup, and it was a chilled strawberry soup. Again, sticking with that, like, last bit of summer. Uh, the weather hasn't quite turned yet, so we can still have a nice cold soup. Uh, which we served in small little glasses, and we paired it with the Lancaster Strawberry Wheat Beer. And I think it was really fun. Yeah. And, and no it was one... a nice little, like, here you go, guys. You know, shoot one, shoot the other. Again, like, the, the beer was also a little shooter, taster size, uh, just to kind of get the feeling of those two things together. So. And I think they also appreciate coming out to an event where there's going to be at least six beers, not being expected to drink six beers, you know, while right. they're there, because... Our friends might be champions. Some had 10, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just having the shooter, and then if they liked it, they could go back for more, by all means. But I think it's neat because no one... Well, I should, I should preface it, but I have never been to a barbecue where there was soup served. So if you're going to do soup, I think that we did it in an unconventional but fun way. Yeah, it's not really something you can grill. And if we're, Yeah, it's true. And if we're being honest, it was how easy? Very easy. It uh, took it maybe took 10 minutes, and then the you just had to chill it overnight. It was fairly simple, and yep. yeah, we just let it sit. So those are always nice things, too, when you can do a lot of stuff in advance and prep it and have it ready. It's one less step you need to do on the day of. That was actually one of the pairings I thought didn't work as well, um, because I thought the strawberry died, the strawberry wheat. Uh, it's I true. Didn't, I didn't have the, because we had such a strong strawberry flavor in the soup, Right. I didn't get that coming through the actual beer. Hmm. So what would you have done, do you think? Something sweet or? I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, that's, uh, it's almost like a breakfast stout or something like that. I was thinking something to really, I don't you know. Kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. I'd have to do a lot of experimenting, uh, I think. But uh, I would be yeah, willing something... to make another batch of the soup and we could just line up beers and taste it. With yeah, them. yeah. Um, just because that's one of the things I was thinking is when you're looking at beers and looking what you're eating, you got to be careful not to match it up with what you're eating because it won't necessarily. The whole point of a pairing, right, is to enhance Compliment. the flavor right. of both. Just like for the habanero, which we did with the double D IPA, it wasn't. We didn't pick a chipotle thing to go with the hot pepper. Right, one. and that would have been horrible because your mouth's already, you know, right. Spicy. And I find I love IPAs with with spicy food. Just I find it that it dampens down that spice factor so much the bitterness of the hops from the ipa so i, I hear what you're saying and i probably agree with you to 
a certain extent. I might agree with you more had I tried it, but since that was only the second course and I hadn't had time to eat yet, I don't know what it tasted like. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any of the soup, unfortunately. We tried it the uh, day before when we were making it, but I didn't have a chance to have any yesterday. Have it with the... Well, and to be honest, I like Lancaster Brewing Company, but their strawberry wheat is... I would never go buy a six-pack of strawberry wheat to enjoy, even in the middle of the summer. And with the... It's just... Fruit and beer always makes me a little skeptical to begin with, and it's one of their staples, so a lot of times it just isn't as creative or complex as some of their seasonals or their more original stuff. See, I don't mind fruit and beer. I find, you know, Lambics are, I really like them. Um, I think they have their place, and our dessert beer, which we did a chocolate raspberry stout, you know, I thought that was really nice, so. I, I thought it was a good beer. I was a little disappointed to me the raspberry flavor was a little fake. Um, but the stout was really rich. And Which one was it? The final course. Right. With it, the uh, the cobbler. I mean, what was the... Oh, beer? The, it's uh, Duclaw. Double Naked Fish Chocolate Raspberry Stout. Which, you know, was just a fun... Between the double D-I-P-A and the double Naked Fish, we had a great menu for, for fun words and good labels and all of that. So we did it with a warm peach cobbler and we put fresh raspberries in the cobbler to tie together the raspberry stout. Um, and then ice cream, of course. I mean, if you're going to have warm cobbler. And... You have to have vanilla ice cream. Yes. So, I don't know. I, I think, I'm glad that we got to sit down afterwards and talk about it because so often, you know, as we're flitting around with our 30-ish guests and making sure everyone's got a full glass or... Um, yeah, there's no real time when you're hosting something to, uh, to check in really. It's more of just like, this needs to get done now. Go, go. <laughs> but I would recommend that people try it. I mean, yeah, I know the weather is changing and maybe barbecue is not the way to uh, go. I but... disagree. I think a Halloween barbecue would be a great idea. Well, so we were talking about a Christmas barbecue oh. the other night, too. Mm-hmm. I thought that'd be awesome. Would you do a barbecue, like a true barbecue, though, at Christmas? Would you sort of go outside and earmuffs and grill? Or do you think you would have a barbecue I mean, theme I inside? I see why not. No, I would definitely do it outside. I would do it outside, yeah. too. Just get a lot of fire pits and stuff. And I mean, the, uh, the garage that we had yesterday where everything opened up, we can put some space heaters in there. Like, there's plenty of ways to do it, I think. And, it, like, I would almost prefer if there was snow on the ground. I would definitely add to the ambiance. It was kind of raining yesterday, so... I'm sure if we hoped, it's a different kind of ambiance. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure if we hoped for snow that we would make that would ensure that there was none. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm a girl and I'm always cold. But I'm not sure that th- that I don't know. I guess I guess if you warned people, you know, when you sent out the invite, hey, we're having a barbecue. We mean it. It's outdoors. You, you know, dress for dress appropriately. Dress for the theme. You know. I don't know that I would have the whole thing outside. I think I would just have the cooking side of it if we're doing barbecue stuff outside, and then bring the stuff inside like at, at our house where you have the grill right outside and then you can walk into the basement where everybody can sit right i think that'd be a good then it might be fun you know you go out for one course that's warm cider and you know a pairing maybe right. and then come back in i don't mm. know mm. so we were talking about like a peppermint cider i'm just like thinking... i've had hot apple cider but i don't think i've ever found a warm alcoholic beer cider i the reason i thought of it truly is because i finally had hot buttered rum for the first time Mm -hmm. and you know it it clicked for me all of the songs that people sing at christmas and i was like oh my god this is so sinful and delicious and really soothing and warm and comfortable so why couldn't you i mean can you do that to a beer let's find out let's go berlin said that you know at the temperature in which you're making it i don't know 
I have a bottle of Strongbow in my fridge right now, and I am not afraid to lose boil it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I will. I will experiment with that. We have to do something with Mad Elf too. Ooh, yeah, for sure. I think we talk about Mad Elf on every episode. Well, it's which means really when tasty. it's finally released, you know, we're just going to be sitting here chugging Mad Elf. I think like, we're just going to so have happy. a lot of Mad Elf. You won't be able to understand us. We'll just be sitting here <laughs> mumbling into our. That cups. can be our holiday-themed episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll wear like Santa hats too. We can tell them. Which comes through on radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There's something to be said for embracing the feel of it. I can't believe it's the guy with all the hair who just welcomed the Santa hat challenge. So no wait, okay. So you said you would do a Halloween one too. What would you do with the hot? Like, cause I, I mean, pumpkin, obviously. Well, pretty. I just think that you were saying that it's like the last chance to grill outside, and I, I kind of disagree. I think that there's a great, you know, it's that that crisp fall weather where it's not quite cold yet. So I think think it's still a great time to to have a barbecue, to have that outside gathering of friends. I guess it's kind of and Halloween just kind of has that. For me, it's got this really great feel to it. There's, it's like the perfect time of the year for me with the weather, uh, and I love. It's a great themed holiday that you can have. You can do costumes. You don't have to. It can be. But then the girls are not going to be wearing skimpy little Halloween costumes. If Why it's, not? Because it's cold. You guys do not understand me. We'll give them all trench coats or something. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the party. Here's your trench coat. Here's your trench coat. It's a BYOT. Bring your yeah, own trench bring coat. Yeah, bring your own TC. <laughs> yeah. So, Shannon did not celebrate. Uh, Halloween is my favorite holiday. It's a, it's a wonderful holiday. Uh, Why? It's just so much uh, fun. Hey, free candy as a kid. Is there anything I better? didn't like candy. Well, there's something wrong I did not trick or treat until I was like 12, and even then I got then, two then Twizzlers. And went to the door and everybody said, are you old? They're like, oh, you're yeah. a little old to be trick or treating. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I went out until I was like 15. I cried. I you got had... that until I was eight. Well, once I said, because I grew, I'm tall. So, <laughs> I was tall at eight years old, and they told me that I was too old to be doing it, and Hold I didn't on. care. Oh. They still gave it to me. I'm so. not trying to disrespect your tall, but Ian just said something, and I, I need to dispute it. And I did not know you when you were 15, but knowing you the I way I know you now... I might be exaggerating a little bit. You had to have had a facial hair by the time you were 15, no. so... No. What grade is 15? I don't know. Like, 10th? 10th grade. No. Yeah, sophomore year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Oh All my right. gosh, you sound so old right now. I do. I don't know. <laughs> it could be freshman year, I guess, too. 16, 17, 18. I, I, probably, I probably trick-or-treated through middle school, and I probably stopped when I went to high school. I could be wrong. I could be making that up, but... See, now... I have, a, I have an awful memory as far as, like, what year stuff happened. Like, Here's the know. difference. Now that you're an adult and you have a job... Right. You can go to the grocery store and buy all of your favorite Halloween candy. Yeah, but now that I'm an adult, I can have an awesome party with beer and Halloween theme and have everyone dress up in costumes, which is fun. But it's not as fun when you buy it for yourself. Yeah. It's always more fun when other people give it to you. They just you don't necessarily it's know like, what it's going to be. Piece it's of like candy. Grab it. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. Jason gets so excited to have the kids trick-or-treating, and then as soon as 20 minutes go by, when he sits down and the doorbell rings again, he gets like old man grumpy about it. And I, I look at him and just say, just eat the candy. Just keep it. it. You got the candy you like anyway. If the kids are annoying you, just forget the kids, you know? I like Halloween. Yeah. I like Halloween, too. He's like, I love Halloween, except when I'm curmudgeoning and old and they ring my doorbell. I want to do a steampunk costume this year. You said that last year. I know. He How's really that working out for year. you? We can start now. Yeah, you got to start piecing that thing together. I got goggles for you. I saw. Oh, yeah. No, I saw. Two years ago. Is that too steampunky? Is that like walking the line of of steampunk into... No, I think goggles are kind of a prerequisite to... Steampunk. Yeah. So what... Will there be a trench coat in your steampunk costume? Sounds great, actually. Yeah, that sounds like it would work. 
Sounds like you're going to need it if we're having an outdoor Halloween barbecue. Does this mean we're having an outdoor barbecue now? We're doing another one? I would this our next event in D.C.? Here's my concern. Um, yeah, we could do one, but we are also doing a zombie run on the weekend of... Oh, hell's bell. <laughs> we could do it the day after the zombie run, because the zombie run's a Saturday. You really think you want to do that the day after running... 5K? Ooh, my legs might hurt. While being chased and eaten by zombies. Yeah, you say that like it's nothing. I, on the other hand, am a little worried. I'm and a little if, worried, too, to be honest. Yeah. I should be practicing, and I'm not. He says as he takes another, another sip of beer. We're on a team, guys. Which, by the way, if you want to come out and cheer for us, uh, the 27th of October. We're doing the Baltimore Zombie Run. Our team name is The Brain Trust. And my plan is to train while the guys don't and just make sure that they're behind me. Which is going to be tough because they both have longer legs than I do. Also, I if we're behind be her, tough. then that means that she'll flush out the zombies first. Exactly. We'll <laughs> be chasing Great. her and we'll... This yeah. is a good plan. I like this plan. I, like I, I want to know why you said I'm going to be eaten by zombies and running at the same time. Like, at the you're point, going to be running from zombies until they eat you. And then the next day you're going to want to host a barbecue for schmur schmur number of people. Schmurr is your favorite number. It's if a great could, number. If you could play that in the Powerball, I'm pretty <laughs> I'd sure I'd win every time. <laughs> do we know what the obstacles are yet for that, for the zombie run? Uh, no. I do not. However, one of my friends ran it recently um, in Pennsylvania, I think, and not the Baltimore, obviously. Um, so I said, could you please like post some pictures and give some very detailed, detailed accounts uh... of what you had to encounter? So I'm going to guess a given obstacle is the zombies. Yeah, gonna be I imagine there's going to be some walls and like water pits and stuff. I've heard oh something about like like what am that, I trying to say? Shallow water. Oh, I was like, you're acting it out. That yeah. helps no one here. Um, <laughs> but it's cold then. I know. Whose so idea maybe was it this? won't be. But terrible idea. We'll we'll find out, I guess, and hopefully survive. See, here's the thing: it's a 5K if you do it right. It can be as much <laughs> as a 10K if you do it wrong. Wait, what? Yes. Oh yeah! If you if run, you look the, at the like, course, there's different ways you can go, and if you run in certain directions, you're running twice the distance while being chased by zombies. Wait, that want what? To kill you. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not like a set course. Like if you went to beautiful downtown anyway. media, exactly, and signed up for their local five k, right? Where it's like a straight line. It's like nope, you can you can run anywhere in here. Here's and the you start. have to get from here to here. Yeah, and there's like paths that go that way and that way and that way, or you don't have to have to pick a path. I don't think if you if you show up at the shallow <laughs> water and you're you're like, mm, gee whiz, it's, it's October cold. and I'm it's go cold back. out. You can run around it, but it means you might you know add an extra half a mile to your run. That's kind of a cool idea. I kind of like that. awful idea. I, I can't believe cool we idea. actually signed up for this. You have seen me try to read a map. Can you imagine me trying to read a course while running from zombies? Like it's gonna be. I better train for a half marathon. And That's what I'm saying. Is like, the 5K is the minimum. Which again, oh, it's not that much. It's more <laughs> When's than the I've last run. time you ran one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> High school freshman year. What year was that? Freshman year. 1980 what? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're older than I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ian has gray in his beard. And I'm also the youngest. <laughs> it's distinguished, thank you. Okay, I'm, I'm buying it. Sure. <clears throat> we'll figure it out. It'll be all right. We will tell you about it afterwards, I'm sure. And we will also tell you about going to Victoria Victoria Gastropub. Oh, favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, Great burgers. I don't think I've ever gotten a burger there. That's what I had, and it was amazing. It's probably, it's probably one of my top five restaurants of all time, and I've only been there three times. Once no with, pressure, Victoria. Once with Ian, once with Jason, and once on my own. <laughs>
I was actually just stuck in absolutely horrible traffic and realized that I could keep sitting in traffic or I see this exit and that's right where Victoria is and it's delicious and they have an amazing beer list. Why would I continue to sit in traffic? So It's like the same amount of time but you actually get to enjoy it instead of hating every And here's of the it. thing, I know it's a good bar when I have these milestones, but that is the first time I had pumpkin last year. I was sitting there, it was middle of October and Julia was bartending. Oh, Julia. <laughs> I hope you're listening. And she <laughs> she even remembered me. It had only, well, I guess it had been six, eight weeks, something like that. And um, I saw them switch out the taps. And I said, wait, wait, really? Does that say, does that say pumpkin? And she just laughed and poured me a sample. And I'm like, what do you mean a sample? Bring me a glass. <laughs> I want the whole thing, please. And they're really great about having different pours. It's not just sample glass or whole glass. They say, you know, do you want a pint? Do you want a half pint? Do you want whatever? Because, you know, if I'm going to a place that has a beer menu that looks kind of like a Bible, I probably only want a f smaller serving of several beers. Right, I'd rather try more than just have the one or three. Unless that one is the right one. There's always something to be said for that. Um, sort of bringing it back then, we had at least six beers last night as well as some that people brought sort of filler beers between courses or at the end of the night. What was your favorite beer of the night? What was the winner for you? Mm. I mean, the Adrian Brower is a great beer in my opinion. Okay. Because it's dark and stormy or what do you like about it? Uh, I, I do like the, the dark. I like Belgian golds. You know, this is a dark gold beer. It's just... There was one sitting in my fridge the other day, and I opened it up, and I'd, I'd had it years ago, I think. Didn't remember it enough, but took a sip of it, and I was just like, ah, oh, this is exactly what I needed right now, without even knowing that it's what I needed. And so then I proceeded to drink, like, three more of them. Uh, and it's just, it's a very nice, rich, flavorful beer. And the man looks so distinguished. He's a pretty awesome-looking dude. And uh, I'm sure the ABV is nothing to sneeze at. Um, it's eight and a half. Which for us is, what, par for the course? Mid-range. Yeah. <laughs> Jason? Low to middling. Uh, mine would probably have to be the one we brewed of the Berlin oh. uh, that he brought. That was pretty awesome. I think some of it, too, is just knowing the process and everything that went into it. It tasted really good, though. Yeah. That was a fun surprise. Um, we got He brought a growler of the beer that we brewed, and... It, it's not quite done carbonating yet. Mm -hmm. but, but we the flavor was still... And we got nice. to share it with everyone. We got to, again, give them just sort of like a little shooter glass. Um, but then Berlin also got to talk because there was an aspiring brewer there. And he loved the fact that, you know, he had, could ask all these questions and uh, really see also how good Berlin is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it puts it in perspective for you. So that's a good one, Jason. That was pretty, pretty awesome. I'm going to have to say mine was the, the New Holland Hatter. But I also bought that beer because I love the farmhouse style. And maybe that was my tearful goodbye to summer, uh, but that's, it was nice. And I didn't even, I have to be honest, I didn't even eat that course. Like at that point in time, I was too busy, you know, pushing cobbler and making sure people had full glasses that I, I didn't even think to sit down and have the chicken, which the leftovers were delicious. That yep. turned out great. Marinate, 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 people. It's so worth it and it's so easy. Um, but I had the beer, of course. I managed to s sneak a few sips of that and I thought it was, that was perfect. All right. How we feel about a little listener mail? Okay. With the question we got today, 
is from a high school friend of mine, which was pretty cool. Uh, thank goodness for technology. What would have done? It's just for the old days, and he had to write postcards. Uh, but his name is Silas, and he went on to our Dashing Rogue Facebook page, and he saw the Dashing Rogue website has the new reviews up, mm -hmm. and I did a review a review of Golden Rock. I don't know, maybe six, eight weeks ago, uh, when I got my new Viking glass. It was the perfect time. Had to buy it. And he said that him and his girlfriend just tried it for the first time, and they were blown away. And he wanted to know where they can get it, and what else we recommend that is similar to it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, he's a Pennsylvania person? He actually lives in Delaware. Okay, so you can get it anywhere. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bought, yeah, I bought mine in Virginia, but I just bought it at a Total Wine. Yeah, I would say any, any Total Wine, you'd be able to find the, the Golden Drock. It is definitely one of the higher-end beers, so it might not be readily available, but I also... I mean, I've, I've seen it around a lot, and so I know that it's a more popular one. And they so only have it in the be. big bottles, though. Yeah, I, and it's a, it's a real cool-looking bottle, too. It's a, it is. It's a great-looking beer, for sure, uh, which I really like. And in terms of what's similar, I would have to say our Adrian Brower. Not that we need to talk this up anymore, because we're not going to be able to find it in the stores if we keep saying such good things about it. Um, but they're all true. And Silas, you know... Give have it a try. It's a, a dark gold... Uh, Similar in style, yeah. of a similar flavor profile, and also a really cool bottle. So, you know, you're going out to a BYO with your girlfriend. I'm going to say, you know, grab one or grab both. Yeah. And it's pretty impressive, pretty impressive, if I must say so myself. So if anyone else has questions, uh, you can absolutely either find us on Facebook, which is just facebook.com slash dashing rogue. Yep. Um, we have a contact us page on our new website. Newly designed, newly redesigned. Woo. Jason uh, is a rock star. Take a sure bow. Is. Woo. I'm bowing right now. Woo. You can't see it. Also, I'm not really There's bowing. Beautiful <laughs> bow. Thank you. But I thought it was a little it was more a like a curtsy. seated bow. Yep. Yeah. So we have put everything right there, which is great for us and for our listeners. Yep. Uh, so check back often for our new episodes and our new podcasts. You should be able to subscribe soon on the RSS feed on your iTunes so it downloads automatically. Um, right, I have to set that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one more thing, right? Um, soon, soon. But there's also a contact us page there. Yep. And you can always... Email us. You can follow us on Twitter. So. We're, getting, we're getting better at tweeting, I must we say. We are. What are the Twitter things? Uh, I am at Beer Mistress. And I am at Dashing underscore Rogue. And Jason is always available online at dashingrogue.com. <laughs> That's the best way to find him. I don't have a Twitter account yet. You we'll should you follow one. us. Air director. We're really entertaining. It's true. Though I do get to talk to you on a fairly regular basis. <laughs> He's like, I have text messaging and your phone number. Why would I need to follow <laughs> you on Twitter? Epic. So keep entertaining. Yes, absolutely. Plan your... Uh... Your Halloween barbecues, uh, if you need any help planning it out, you know, we're happy to provide suggestions. You can find us at all of those places we just listed. And if you have great ideas, share them with us so we can steal them and entertain our <laughs> friends. That'd be great. Yeah. And if you can uh, give Jason some feedback on the right things to add to his steampunk costume for this Halloween, I would love, I would love that. We'd all appreciate it. We're not going to let him give out this year. He has said he wants to do it, and we're going to make sure it happens. Yep. All right, then. Until next time, I'm Shannon. I'm Ian. And I'm Jason. Thanks for listening.